It's Thursday, November 17, 2016. And if there are other approaches, such as declaring Standing Rock a federal monument, let's do that. Senator Bernie Sanders finds a new way to block the Dakota Access Pipeline. But that isn't going to replace you know, what was there when, when we had a vibrant coal industry. Republican Senate Majority Leader admits U.S. coal jobs unlikely to be coming back. Mercury contamination in fish is declining thanks to pollution regulations. October 26 was not the hottest October on record. Plus, it's no longer a question of whether to accelerate the agreement's implementation, but rather a question of when and how. U.S. climate negotiators say climate action is unstoppable even in the age of Trump. Oh, those optimistic diplomats. All of that optimism and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. He wants to get rid of the EPA and replace the environment with something terrific. Well, hey, at least he's got a plan. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, did I hear you say there in the teaser that October 2016 was not the hottest October on record? That's right, you did. And that's news? That is news. It was the second hottest October on record. Well, again, there's something. Finding the optimism wherever we can. See? Got more for us? (laughs) Yes, yes. Bernie Sanders came up with a great idea to block the Dakota Access Pipeline. During a worldwide day of action against the pipeline, protests took place in 300 cities around the world and the U.S. in solidarity with the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe, who say the pipeline threatened their drinking water and sacred sites. At a rally outside the White House, Senator Bernie Sanders called on President Obama to cancel the project. Every environmental study will tell you, do not build this pipeline. And if there are other approaches, such as declaring Standing Rock a federal monument, let's do that. So what he's saying there is Obama could just reject the Dakota Access Pipeline if he wanted to now, but Trump could simply reverse that. On the other hand, if Obama declares it a federal monument, then there's nothing Trump could do to reverse that? Uh, Pretty much, if I understand it correctly. That's pretty smart. That guy ought to run for president or something. On Monday, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers delayed final approval for a crucial permit allowing the company to tunnel under the Missouri River. That's pending further consultation with the Standing Rock Sioux tribe. Meanwhile, in coal country, despite Donald Trump's campaign promises to revitalize the declining U.S. coal industry, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell finally admitted in a recent press conference that repealing the Obama administration's coal emissions and pollution standards might not actually bring back the U.S. coal industry. We are going to be presenting uh, to the new president a variety of options that could end this assault. Whether that immediately brings business back, it's hard to tell because this is a private sector activity. McConnell is acknowledging that market forces from cheaper natural gas and the rise of renewable energy are really what's behind the coal industry's struggles. Huh. I thought it was Obama's war on coal. Turns out, I guess it isn't. Some more encouraging news. Thanks to that global decline in the use of coal and tighter pollution regulations, toxic mercury contamination from coal that's now found in the fish we eat 
may also be declining. A new Harvard study this week has found that since 2004, as coal use has declined, mercury contamination in tuna has also declined by an average of 19 percent. Well, I'm sure Mitch McConnell is very upset about that. In Morocco, where United Nations member countries are meeting to hammer out the next phase of the Paris Agreement, the global accord to cut global greenhouse gas emissions, former French President Nicolas Sarkozy has called for the European Union to slap a border carbon tax on all imports imported U.S. products if Donald Trump withdraws the U.S. from the agreement. In a press conference on Wednesday, U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry sought to reassure world leaders. No one has a right to make decisions that affect billions of people based on solely ideology or without proper input. And no one, no one should doubt the overwhelming majority of the citizens of the United States who know climate change is happening and who are determined to keep our commitments that were made in Paris. Uncertainty about America's commitment to the Paris Agreement is tilting global leadership at the U.N. conference toward China, which seems to suit China just fine, according to Reuters. So other countries are moving ahead on climate action with or without the United States. Making America suck again. For much more on that and other optimistic stories, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Forget your troubles, come on, get happy. You better chase all the cares away. Shout hallelujah, come on, get happy. Get ready for the judgment day. The sun is shining, come on, get happy. Take your hand.